Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In season or off season, you and your car make a great team. Take care of it with Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable cleaning and mileage. It's a winning play. Chevron together ahead. And guys, we had a couple of options here for the Lexus drive of the game. Two drives in that fourth quarter to help close out this 24-17 victory. And the Lexus drive of the game is brought to you by your South Florida Lexus dealers who encourage you to experience amazing. And we got to experience some amazing there on a touchdown pass from Tua Tungavailoa to Miles Gaskin. Gesicki now flanked to the right. Back to throw. Tua throws it over the middle. And they got a touchdown. It's Gaskin. Out of the backfield, snuck underneath, and Tua found him in front of C.J. Mosley. I mean, Tua was out of time in that pocket. And got that throw to Miles Gaskin. Amazing. Last second, I mean last second as he's getting hit. Wasn't crazy about the officiating all day long, but the worst part was they just ruined the call there for us. So we get that final touchdown there to Miles Gaskin. 14 plays, guys, 75 yards, 7 minutes and 44 seconds of clock. Seth, Coach Flores had to have loved that drive. Who, who didn't love that? Well, I know who didn't love that drive. is all those guys in that nasty green. But, but <laughs> otherwise, I mean, that's, like you said, 14 plays, which is the way we seem to like to do it, even though Juice doesn't like us uh, having that many chances to, to make a mistake. Um, again, I thought it was a few too many direct snaps to Gaskin late in that drive. When you get inside the, uh, to me, when you get inside the 10, your, your goal to go, I, I'd like to see the guy that you used the number five overall draft pick with the ball in his hands yeah. to try and make some plays. And ultimately, that's what they had to rely upon and a heck of a throw to Gaskin. Juice, I never saw them signal touchdown. No, we man, we're still waiting. There. We're still waiting. I, yeah. The, the now, far oh, pylon did. I saw it right away. I, yeah, so we didn't see it. Clearly, they were trying to attend to Gaskin because he almost got his head taken off yes. there. Although, did they throw a flag? No, no nothing. So, so nothing. I, the whole thing was confusing. But what a drive to take that much time off the clock to answer the score, as we said earlier. You know, the Jets hit that 60-whatever-yarder to, to the American Heritage product and more. Um, and you're like, oh, man. And that was the only time I heard the stadium kind of light up. It was, it was a quiet crowd for most of the day here. Uh, but they lit up. The fans thought they were in the game, and maybe they could steal one. But uh, the, the Dolphins offense to uh, and Miles Gaskin, man, just yeah. grinding it out, made sure that that wasn't going to happen. Juice, you said that that play had to have hurt for Miles. I thought that was one of the toughest plays we'd seen all day out here. Yeah, we're on the opposite side of the stadium, and that hurt me, <laughs> you know, and that was definitely. But that's Miles, though, isn't it? Yep, exactly you know, right. and, I, and, you know, I'd, honestly, you know, your quarterback, I thought Tua did a good job of putting that ball nice and low and Miles finding a way to get in. He could have, you know, hung him up to dry, hung him out to dry, hit him high, and he would have got lit up. But – Miles being the competitor he is, he knew he had to get in the end zone right there, man, and, and took a beat in getting there. But heck of a heck of a job, heck of a play, and even more importantly, one heck of a drive to go down there and answer right there. It's a great, great drive. There long one, but it was great. Very long one. There was three, let's see, four third down conversions. You guys mentioned the Tonga Vailoa pass to Waddle for eight yards. I thought that was I thought that was the play of the game. Third and seven at the Dolphins' own forty three yard heck line. Of a a buck oh two to go. I believe it was tied fourteen up at that point of the game and so for him to put that ball in that spot it goes back to for me that what what uh, Brian Dayball his former offensive coordinator at Alabama said some guys can hit the barn some guys can hit the door some guys can even hit the doorknob on the barn door some guys can hit the keyhole and that's to a tongue of is what oh, okay. he said okay. and that that accuracy was on display right there because that out route down geez, somewhere that's <laughs> damn that's from that's from two years of just kind of drilling that in my mind guys so that's a that's a Travis Wingfieldism <laughs> right there but Juice I want to talk to you about that throw because again to me play of the game if they don't convert there they're punting the ball back to the Jets with you know a tie game and and the Jets offense has had some success in this game going up and down the field so they keep the offense on the field they continue to drive that thing for another let's see what did they find up scoring that touchdown they're on the field for an additional 
five minutes, minutes after yeah. that play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take a bunch of time off the clock. You put seven points in the board. Yeah. And that throw, talk about the difficulty of that throw because he's he's not really out leveraged. The defensive back is right there. Right. As a receiver, and you see that ball coming in, that hand around your back, the concentration. Just tell me about that play from your perspective. Yeah, it looked like he almost dropped it in over the receiver, over the defender right there, man. Perfect ball, set in the pocket, like, you know, a perfect pocket. You know, and, you know, Tua at that point is not throwing through a window right there. He's got to throw it over some guys. He did a heck of a job of, of throwing it. It might have been a, a, just a hair late. Might, the reason we got so close to the sideline. But at the same time, though, man, you know, great route by Waddle, perfectly thrown ball, catch, and a huge first down to continue that drive. You talk about third and seven and getting eight. How many times have we been third and seven and gotten five or oh, six, six or four six or something like that? Yeah, so it's nice to have a play actually drawn up that, you know, that actually had the, the yardage in it, and if not, he can catch it on the run and get upfield, and that's what happened because he, he's on the sideline right there. But great throw, great catch, you know, and great conversion to continue that long drive. And, Juice, we've had the conversation, you know, you hear certainly the, the pundits talk about Tua's arm strength or lack thereof. Does he have the big arm? And, you know, how, how tough of a throw is that to make? It's a tough throw. You know, and it's also it's a long throw. It, it's, yes. it's, it really is a tough throw. Was that man. far hash? It looked like, you know, it's so weird. For me, when it comes to pros, you know, the hashes are so minor yep. yeah. compared to the Fair college. The, compared to the college one. But it's still a long throw when you've got, you know, when you've got somebody draped on you a lot of time, you got to sit in that pocket. But uh, no matter what, I mean, I mean, he, he, threw a, he threw a dart right there, you know, maybe a little bit over the defender, but it was on the money like we were talking about. It was a keyhole shot there. The keyhole. Can, can you recite shot. that whole thing? Right no, there? some people hit <laughs> the ball. You got the right keyhole there. part. The keyhole. <laughs> He's always got his notebook. He's <laughs> 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 the keyhole. So uh, does he seem to have more faith in, when he's throwing the ball to Waddle? He just seems to have more 100%. confidence in what, uh, you know, again, the interception was to Waddle. Maybe he had a little more confidence than he should have had on that play. Although yeah. Waddle was open he there. Missed it was just a bad throw. It was a miss. But, man, he, he just, you know, it seems like when he's letting it go, he just feels like he's in good hands. You know, you know what, man? I, I see him let it rip a lot now, you know. And it looks like some tight windows, which you talk about the accuracy part of it. I get worried until I see it hit one of our guys in the chest a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just me as a, I see any quarterback throwing the ball. You man. think they're all late. Our guy, well, see, our guys, <laughs> he's our, measuring against Dan Marino, though. <laughs> our guys don't run Tough wide task. open like some of these other guys. Do. We've had a few down the sidelines, thank goodness, yeah, lately, last few bust. weeks. But when it comes into, you know, the tight windows over the middle of the field, I always get worried. I worry about tips. You know, tips usually equal picks. You know, I worried about, you know, guys getting their heads knocked off. That's just part of the game. But at the same time, though, man, he's shown the ability to throw in some tight windows and, you know, in tight spaces. But it's in short distances, though. But now we got to make sure those distances continue to be, you know, for the yard, you know, for the line of game instead of being short. And then, you know, we end up punting or, you know, going forward or having, you know, third and, you know, two or three yards to go. So, I mean, yeah, he's getting comfortable. He's getting very, very comfortable. Like I said, today is a perfect day to throw it, run it, you know, run all day type of weather. So we got lucky up in New York today, you know, in terms of weather. But the boys, they, they looked like they were ready to go. They really did. I'm glad you mentioned the waddle, uh, the, the, the players not getting those free runs up the sideline because, man, I really want to go back in, in an alternate universe and see, see Jalen Waddle with that play where he stepped out by like a half of a step. I want to see what he was going to do because there was yeah. one defender over the top, and that would have been what we've been waiting for all oh, season Oh, he was long. gone. You yeah. think so? He was yeah. running right to OJ and I. He was yeah. absolutely gone on that yeah. play. And especially, look. Moore just got uh, Moore had just because uh, that's an SEC guy, right? You know they know yes. each other. You know that they're all measuring each other against that. And he just hit that long sixty-something yarder. You know Waddle wanted to answer back. He's seeing and Juice talks about this every week. He's seeing all these guys run free and do this, and he's got a ton of catches, which he didn't know he had apparently till we till we heard him in his last uh, interview. There, he's, oh wow, that's pretty nice. But um, he's such a great kid. He seems like an amazing kid, and, and he's solid as can be, and absolutely the perfect interviewee. Uh, for a Brian Flores coach team, but I, there's no question in my mind that he is just wanting to turn loose and have a 60, 70 yarder. That was going to be his opportunity, and he's been so good on the sidelines, dudes. We talked about that early, early in the game. He had one where the ball was taking him out, and and he he put the brakes on, got the extra three yards, and got past the sticks. I, I can't wait to hear what you say after you watch the All 22. You're you're going to be. So frustrated, oh, Travis, because I know you've been waiting for him to take one to the house. So many of these plays are just so close to busting out the other end. And He's going to get one. It's just these four or five plays a game that the Dolphins can find a way to turn them. Then we can start seeing not just the victories, maybe the, the kind of piling on with some of the, the numbers. The margin and, of victory yes, in the National Football and, and League is very close, and we all have to respect that. 100%. Brian that's Flores. a great point. No, it's a great <laughs> point. And if you look at the spread of this game today, it was less than a touchdown, so they definitely covered that as well. But And one more quick point here, guys. Uh, you mentioned it earlier. You talked about Pat Sertan and, and Heritage. 
can we not have him produce star-looking players in the Jets? What's going on with that? <laughs> I can't have that. That's a fair point. He can't help it, man. He had six, well, seven out of eight guys got drafted last it's year. It's unbelievable. From Heritage. So, including yeah, he his they're going to be all over the country. Including so. his son. You know what? Pat does his job. Then who picks him? Is not, you know, that's out of that's Pat's right. control. That's well, maybe right. we can say, hey, if you guys can hold out, if you get picked by another AFC East team, just come to Miami only. So. Well, kudos to Coach Sertan, but my boss is going to get upset with me. Yeah, you better Saint leave But, you know, JT hasn't been coaching at St. Thomas long enough. Right. There you go. And the last thing I wanted to mention on this uh, this go-ahead drive here that put the Dolphins ahead was, do you guys agree with the ref and the passer calling too well on that drive? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. There, oh, was, there was some grumbling. Oh, there was, was some grumbling. What? It was so late. I, I know. Grumbling? I, I, Who was grumbling? In the press box. And it was, Dol- it, was that, it was that bad color green you guys were talking about. Oh, oh what, man, goodness. that was they late. They want to bitch about that, And, and it was overt. Good Lord. And did you see the way Tua responded? Yeah. You know, that's Mr. Nice Guy. Tell me I didn't it, see it. Oh, Tua He's jumped up, threw his arms up, and then he had words with yeah. the player. So, Let's you know, go, and you never see that out of Tua. No, you don't. You never. Now, he might have been telling him God bless and all that stuff. I don't know. It would be interesting to hear what he had to say. <laughs> he probably I know was. we're going to hear him soon. <laughs> but, no, he jumped up with some fire in his eyes, and it was nice to see. No, that's awesome to hear. No Philip Rivers type, you know, gum it. No. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, like I that love having guy. you guys down there. It gives me a different angle, different perspective of things I'm not seeing up there. <laughs> yeah, in the press you know, box. you should have joined us. Yeah, 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 we had a room. Yeah, we had yeah, room yeah, over there yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. Had a couple extra seats. Hey, how did the ticket transfer go? Did you get in okay? I yeah. got in. Yeah, did, his wallet worked. Yeah, my virtual wallet worked. Did you happen to hear the on the speakers before the game? No paper tickets. Did you hear that? Really? Because I saw people get in with paper tickets. That's what I heard. The Travis Wingfield of Matt Stadium. That sounds like a very New York thing. That was your Lexus drive of the game. It's brought to you by your South Florida Lexus dealers who encourage you to see, hear, feel, and experience amazing. That was the drive of the game. Uh, also, get to your new Volvo with Gunther Plus at Gunther Volvo Cars, Delray Beach, or online at GuntherVolvo.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from MetLife, Dolphins 24, Jets 17. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Dade County Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Miami Dolphins, is now offering the perfect checking account with a Miami Dolphins branded debit card. This account offers rewards for Dolphins. Become a member today. Visit FinCU.com for details. Certain restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. We're going to go to Tua Tungavailoa, his postgame press conference here in just one second. But first, the big play of the day, 65 yards, Tua to Mac Hollins. Duke Johnson yeah. now the running back. Yeah. He writes it, we like, take a shot. Take a shot. Isicki flank to the right. Play action back to throw to a pressure. Gets away, throw deep outfield, wide open. Hollins, he's got it. the 15 to 10, and he's out at the five yard line. Oh my gosh, he's he the knuckle out of bounds. He stayed in. He, in. he tiptoed down the end. They say he's in bounds. They'll look at this, of course, but a 65 yard touchdown. Jimmy, you wanted it. They took that shot down the field and got a touchdown. And th- that right there is why I thought Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, all these explosive pieces they add to the offense would help this offense generate big plays because you saw Tua break the initial pressure, get out of the pocket, and create a big play. Also, barking out signals there pre-snap was good to hear. Let's go ahead and hear from Tua Tungavailoa at his post-game press conference. Tua, that touchdown pass to Mac Hollins, what was going through your mind as you kind of evaded pressure there and – See a wide open teammate down the field. Yeah, it was a progression on that play. Um, the play, and you know, in the first progression of that play was Mike. Um, and when I came off, you know, of Mike, there were about three people, including uh, the safety, um, you know, who were on him. And then when I turned out, Mac was wide open, so I threw it down to him, and you know, he made the play. Obviously, scored for us. Came back to the sideline, and I mean, realized how how open he was. So. Are there many more, like, are there any plays in, in sports that are more relieving than going through your progressions and then seeing a guy that wide open? I I mean, that that's just part of the game. Um, that's what I could say. Um, it was definitely, um, you know, a, a big sigh, you know, for us uh, offensively um, because we, we really wanted to find our rhythm in the game. Um, you know, obviously the the interception turnover kind of stopped us. Um, you know, but I, I would say that's what I'm most proud of of our offense. Uh, we continue to put our head down, continue to fight. Um, you know, we had some mishaps, but didn't matter. We we just kept going. With that with that drive where Miles scored, you guys basically ate up six minutes of, of eight minutes left on the clock. How big is having one of those drives that kind of extinguished games? 
I think those those types of drives are are very uh, key, especially ending those drives in points. Um, I think that's very key, and obviously, that's that's kind of what we wanted to do this entire game. Didn't happen, but uh, like I said, you know, I'm very proud of uh, you know just all three phases, just continuing to play and you know trying to play complementary football. Sustaining those long drives, of course, completing passes. You had a high completion percentage today. What were the keys uh, for you uh, in that area? Just my keys. Uh, you know, whoever I was reading in the RPO game, uh, whatever my progressions, you know, told me um, to work. That's that's kind of what I, I did. Can you take us through the uh, interception as well? Yeah, it was just a bad ball. Um, and I, it would have had to have been a good throw to Jalen as well. Um, there's some pressure. Yeah, that's just part of the game. So we took that, and um, like I said, very proud of how we uh, you know, came back from that um, you know, to, to win the game. So, On the Miles Gaskin uh, touchdown, um, it looked like you were about to, you know, about to get hit. Can you tell us about what happened in the moments just before that uh, touchdown pass? Yeah, I was, I was really looking to hit Durham on, on a quick out that he had. And uh, Durham was open, but I I felt like I, I was late to, to that read. And so the next in my progression would have been Miles. So try to stand in there. And, you know, when Miles came in, just threw it to him. So it seems like in recent weeks, or at least the past two games, you guys have really started to kind of like reach into your bag with some of these trick plays. Have there like been more discussions about just trying to test defenses and kind of catch them off guard and do kind of everything possible? I just think we're trying to do everything possible possible for us offensively to you know, find ways to get the ball moving downfield. Um, you know, with, with these trick plays, if they're there, they're there. If they're not, then, you know, live to, live to play another down. Especially on the first drive, there was a tempo used, a good, a good tempo. What do you like about that when that's in, in play? Uh, well, I think the thing that I like about, uh, you know, going fast pace offense, tempo offense, you know, is it, it forces the defense to communicate. Um, you know, with the linebackers to the back end, to the D-line, what front they want to be in, um, you know, all of that. And then when you do kind of kind of get things going, you know, those guys up front get get a little tired, um, you know, and so that that's kind of what, what I, I would say I like about it. Obviously, you're a young quarterback, but in the last three draft cycles, you're now the third guy with Mac Jones and Kyler Murray with a winning record in possession of a winning record. How 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 much have you learned how hard it is to win in this league? Well, um, I mean, I learned that last year. You know, it's it's not easy at all to win. Um, and then obviously, you know, the mishaps and the ups and downs that we've had this year. Um, but that's what you you love about this game is you never know what's ever going to happen, and uh, that's why you prepare. So I'd say that's that's the challenging part, and that's also the fun part of uh, playing my position, but also playing football. What have you taken from this season in terms of things that you're learning and adding to your to your bag? Yeah, I mean, I would say I learned a lot more, um, you know, being able to play, and then also kind of being on the sideline, understanding, you know, a little more of the protections. Um, understanding where guys need to be within their route distribution. Um, and then also for myself, you know, stepping up in the pocket, you know, maneuvering my way throughout the pocket and then finding the open guys. How did you feel the, the O-line did today? I think the O-line did good. Um, I kind of put us in a bad situation um, towards the ending of the game, taking that sack. Um, but then obviously it was a, it was a penalty, which was good. So... You know, it got uh, it got wiped away. So other than that, I, I thought it was good. Tua, you said that you know, watching the game from the sidelines while you're out has you know kind of helped you this year. Is that process something that you learned back at Bama your first year sitting behind Jalen? You know, I would say no, only because um, you know the the amount of information you know that you need to know. I mean, weekly, it, it's it's all it's always different. It's not you know the same things you're really taking in uh, to the game. It, it's it's always dependent on what the defense you know runs and uh, what kind of you know coordinator it is. So it, it's 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 different. Um, you know, at Alabama, you just knew where the guys lined up and you just go out there and play. 
Uh, whereas in the NFL, you got to know what everyone is doing and the protection, where you're hot. I mean, we can go on forever about that, but yeah. Go off I'm not going to go on forever about that. <laughs> Break down the, you know, we said not kind of pretty official. Can you kind of break down the other shorts? Oh yeah, the pajamas. Yeah. yeah um, I love Christmas, so um, and I have three dogs, so I got dogs with, uh, you know, Christmas hats on. That's all it is. Trust me, I'm thankful for a lot of things. I I really am, but I mean, Christmas is just, you know, I. I'm a, I'm a big Christmas guy. So you are a skip Christmas and begin celebration of Thanksgiving before Christmas guy. No, um, I mean what I'm saying is I wear Christmas things. Well, I'll still celebrate uh, uh, Thanksgiving. So, yeah, we'll we'll probably have a couple teammates uh, come coming over uh, this Thursday. Thankful for Christmas, thankful for the Miami Dolphins, thankful for my teammates, thankful for my family. A lot to be thankful for. So. Again, don't know how you can't love that kid. He's so much fun to hear talk there at the I end. I love Christmas. But real quick, though, you know what? Thanksgiving, don't sleep on Thanksgiving. That's the best holiday there is. Football, My food, family. Like, what year. else? Yeah. What's better than that, guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing like Thanksgiving, especially growing up as a kid watching football and eating. You then get a chance to play in some, a couple of those games. That's always a lot of fun, man. But, yeah, Turkey Day. Man, there's, there's nothing like it, man. Especially for you know, big time. Big, I think Big Seth's a big time eater, man. So he's got a he's got a <laughs> love a Thanksgiving, right? What does that mean? Put him on blast. He was talking about his weight this morning too. So maybe there's something to I, that. I am eating a little bit too much, and I'm definitely not going to take any reps off in the next how many, week. How many times did Seth talk about that Kobe meatball last night? Bro, he was all over it. Well, man. it sounds he like that's where <laughs> Priest just made dinner plans for tonight. You're so. not wrong, but you you definitely were talking about it. I, I, Absolutely, and you'll know why tonight when you try it. <laughs> and we were trying to get out last night. Big Seth, man, it's gonna be that's a long ride. I think we need to get something to eat before <laughs> we go. Get something you know? to eat. He wasn't. And wrong. by the he way, I did order room service before we came out to the stadium. Is it room well. service? I couldn't find it. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you gotta just work for it. Juice. Right, bet. Guys, we got a couple minutes to our next break here. I want to talk a little bit about the other stuff you talked about. The winning about. quarterback just got yeah, done talking, yeah, or we're talking yeah, about we're, my eating habits. <laughs> Golly, you guys are making me a little bit self-conscious. Oh, good, man. So I, I go back to, you know, you talked about some great questions there, Seth, and I love the way when Tua gets a chance to talk about actual ball, the way he communicates ball. One of my first, actually my very first interview with him was post-draft, and I asked him about two plays in college to break down, and he knew everything about the plays, the formation, the checks, the, the post-snap rotation. It was great to hear. If you haven't heard it on drive time from way back, go back and check it out. But he seems like his football acumen juice. We talk about this tweet we just saw from a Jets defensive lineman who wasn't very impressed with Tua today, but to put the kind of stats up he did, there's something else they're working for him, right? I wasn't impressed with that defensive line either, hey, obviously. They haven't been very impressive either. all yeah, year long. Terrible. You know, don't talk about, you know, prayers being sent out there. There was one shot down the field we saw when he went through his progress and hit Mac Hollins down the sideline. Otherwise, Tua did exactly what Tua does. But there was no not even prayer. a prayer. There's no prayers out there, man. There weren't. No, there were no jump balls thrown up there. There were no hail marys thrown up there. You know, those were just dink and dunk or some nice little conversions on different downs. No, no prayers. No hail marys. Should have prayed man. that so, you cover a guy and don't yeah. bust the coverage get, or get get to him or something. Yeah, you know you're not I mean? supposed to throw a deep ball to a guy when he's running free. No, and that that that's, that's amazing that guys can recount plays like that because I you know, I can't <laughs> do that, man. That. <laughs> you know, I talk about you know I remember like like a golf for like Tiger Woods, say, yeah, well, I used a five iron, a four iron, and I tipped it with a, a sixty degree. What? He's not oh, getting on, hit in the hole, head, at least on, on, hole, on, the golf on hole number twelve. Who knows? Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but you know, for like the, on hole number twelve, I mean, who? And that's Tua right there. Yeah, my read was this, this, and that. You know, I, I saw this guy, and then I saw Mac. You know, I mean, bro, there's so many plays, sixty some plays a game. You know, for you to sit there and recite the, the whole progression, the guy that you were going to go to, the guy that ended up being open, yeah. that you bought some time, that you did this, did that's like that's and that's without watching bro. any film, right? That's just coming yep. hot off the field exactly and, right. and remembering plays like that. It is it is very impressive, but that's why it's the most important position in all the sports. Yeah. And he, he talked about the touchdown pass to Matt Collins there. He first progression was to Mike, and he came off of him after three guys were on him. So he's doing something right, that's getting to those progressions and, and, and finding those big plays. And as long as he's got the time, Travis, as long as he's got the time, he can progress all. 
everybody wants, bro. Preach, preach it, Juice. Everyone wants to hear about that. We're going to come back and do Game Balls next. You guys are ready for that one? Yes. I'm excited about it. I am it. ready for the intro. Yeah. That's what I'm ready for. <laughs> Let's get it. Get your new Volvo with Gunther Plus at Gunther Volvo Cars, Coconut Creek, or online at GuntherVolvoCars.net. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from MetLife Stadium, Dolphins 24, Jets 17. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Give your game day menu the perfect kick of spice with Old El Paso. Try recipes the whole team will love, like slow cooker, slow cooker, cheesy chicken enchilada bean dip. That's more to say than I think Seth can put down in one sitting. Air fryer beef taquitos or carnitas mini taco bowls. Visit oldelpaso.com for these recipes and more game day favorites. Old El Paso taco together. Seth, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm starting to develop a little bit of a complex, but it's not going to stop me this evening when we sit down for dinner. I can tell you that much. Well, we're ready for our favorite segment of the show. Three weeks in a row now. Let's hand out some game balls. We don't break. Right, that was a great job. We got it from everybody. Offense, big drive, defense, making a stop at the end. Don't make these corrections. We're going to get better. We're going to stay with our process, though. We're going to stay with our process. All right, let's get ready to go. Call it up, though. Call it up. It's time to present today's game balls with Travis, Seth, and OJ. Look at the big smile on Travis's face, baby. And it's not just because the Dolphins won right. the passing out game balls. <laughs> no fish tank on this edition of the post-game show. Juice, who's got your game ball today? Oh, man, you know what? I'm going I'm to go out on a limb real quick, man. And I'm going with the wide out. Oh, wow. Shocker. I've got to go with my man, Jalen Waddle, man. Jalen Waddle had a big, big day today, converting a lot of third downs, man. Eight grabs. He had nine targets. Uh, what do you have? 60, what do we have yard 65. wise? 65 yards. And only that, man, he's starting to leapfrog some guys on this on 8. this. 8.1 yard average there, 81. Hey. Getting, getting better, right? <laughs> There's good, three or four yards in average for a while I'm there, just bro. Looking at the yeah, 8-1, eight one, right? <laughs> so he moves into third place all time, right? Big Seth yes, in terms sir. of rookie receptions. You know, he's a 17 away from Jarvis, and he's also only a couple hundred, two and a half, like 250, 260, away from beating Chris Chambers for the most yardies in the uh, in, a, in a rookie season as a receiver. But we got a lot of – that's not what I'm talking about, man. I just want to make sure. A lot of games left to play, too, man. So, uh, Jay Waddle, man, is my dude. As usual, wideouts always getting it done. I knew those third down conversions would definitely have your heart there. That's kind of what you did for no a long doubt. time. He didn't here. spin. I'm going to get him to start spinning that thing. <laughs> Teach him that spin. Spinning it and pointing it, man. Also, one more note there. His rushing touchdown today made him only the second rookie receiver this year to rush for a touchdown. Elijah Moore for the Jets is the other one. Mm, Seth, who is your game saw ball? Enough of Elijah Moore. <laughs> well, look, you know, I hope Sean Wooden is at home listening because he doesn't like the offensive bias, but he's going to get a whole mouthful of it today. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with Juice with the wideouts. And as I said earlier today, Juice, when in doubt, mac it out, mac baby. It out, baby. So, you know, when, when, all, when all else failed, the pocket was muddy, as Travis likes to say. Tua keeps his eyes down the field. And guess who's running free? Even my wife saw it. She said, he's open. He's open. Sure and there it is, 65 yards, longest touchdown on Tua's career. But Matt Collins, you know, last year when he caught the big play against the Raiders where you know, we almost ripped off uh, Fitzpatrick's face, and then he got out there, you know, this is Matt Collins' special teams ace, catches that big catch, and he gets there in front of the press, and he says, this is what I do. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Well, apparently it is because we're going 65 <laughs> yards deep, Matt Collins. And even when a guy could make a play on him, he couldn't make a play on him because Matt was beating him there. And then he had a big third down catch later on on that drive that we talked about so only two catches but that's all he needed to get ones. a game ball from me today that's exactly right the two big catches that's that's all it takes like you said Seth. Right. i'm gonna go to the guy that distributed the football to those guys we're going all offense today another who, shocker who else would i go to besides tunga vailoa i think we called you seth tunga vailoa earlier but it might be seth wing of vailoa i don't know at this point it's, it's <laughs> or to a wing of vailoa <laughs> or travis wing of vailoa <laughs> definitely uh, trending that direction but in this game after a bit of a shaky start like he mentions there the bad ball to start the game 27 for 33, 273 yards, two touchdowns, a pick, 8.2 yards per pass, and 81.8% completion rate. That gives him a rating of 108.7 on the day. And just the way he kind of came back, I thought he looked a little bit jittery early on, kind of had some pressure that made him off target on a few of those throws. But the way he responded, I mean, to get out of pressure on that 65-yard pass, I mean, that to me is what's so important for a young quarterback. We talk about the it factor, right? Does a quarterback have the it factor? And to me, and Juice, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but 
big moments, third down, fourth quarter, game on the line. To me, that's what proves you have it or you don't have it. And then from there, we can develop the rest. And this guy played, what, 15 games in his career now. To show the progression he has, Brian Flores says he's getting excited, or he's getting better, rather, every time he steps on the field. Tua gets the game ball for the it factor, and I'm excited for his development going forward. Aloha Sunday, guys. Aloha, Aloha Sunday, Sunday, baby. <laughs> Merry Christmas, man. That right. was great. Right. I love it. What do you guys think? We got a few more minutes here this segment. Let's yeah. not let's not do uh, let's not do game balls because I'm not going to give up the whole bag. Do we need a game ball? Because <laughs> if we do, my Marty, man Filardi, Filardi deserves one. <laughs> there you go. I do want to do some honorable mentions though because there's some other guys that played well we didn't honorable talk about. Game yeah, yeah, ball. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it because uh, like. Well, I think we can look on the defense side a little yeah. bit today. You know, we there are a few guys that out there went out there and played well. I mean, Zayvon had another solid game. You know, but it's kind of like when you don't see guys going at him you know it's hard to even talk about him anymore you right. know in games he almost had a, a, a thing a pick today as well Javon had another solid game you see that coming around Brandon Jones you know you know is, is having a good game J- Byron Jones is having a great game until the touchdown know. you know the more I mean he yeah. was he was in position you know a lot of times he got beat on that one I think we were closer with zero coverage might have been a man free uh, he got beat inside and then uh, of course the foot race from there but Defense played solid. I thought Jalen Phillips had a solid game other than the, the bonehead play. Oh, was you know what I mean? Big third that's down a, that's a, yeah, that's a young guy. That's a young guy, you know, just getting his, getting his feet wet, a little bit excited there. But, man, is he starting to come along and make some plays for us as well. So Three a little bit, sacks on the season. Yeah, now. a little He's bit of love there. for the defensive side of the ball too, man, because think about it. Other than that big play, they really didn't give up much to Joe Flacco and, and the Jets today. I'll, I'll continue it there with the young safety tandem because why wouldn't I go back to them? Brandon Jones took points off the board with that strip sack on Joe Flacco. Yes, They're did. in field goal range. That takes the points off the board, gives the ball back to the Dolphins' offense. Javon Holland had a pass breakup on a Corey Davis seam shot early in the game. Phenomenal That play. was maybe the best play just from a pure athletic yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Of the entire game, Juice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you go, man. Those guys showing up every single week now, you know. And, like, you know, we, we tried our blitz game, our zero blitz game. We did some of those things. But Flacco was uh, smart enough to get rid of the ball before he got leveled. He did get hang on to it one time and get, get leveled. But that was it. We had This game plan is going to work. It's going to work out very well. And there's going to be other quarterbacks going to squeeze the ball a little bit long. Well, you say the word game plan. We are seeing that opponents have to game plan for these two safeties. Yeah. They, they are spending time at practice, coming up with plays, substituting their quarterback. They're making midweek changes for their starting quarterback because of the way these two safeties are playing for the Miami Dolphins. That cannot be uh, underlooked as Dave wants that would Underlooked. That's a phenomenal point. <laughs> I, I like that. You got me there. That's a great point, Seth. <laughs> you talk about impacting the game. That's, that's what it's all about, right? Because at practice out there, they'll get the the, jer- the uh, little pullover jerseys and they have certain numbers on them because you're going to replicate Correct. being your Lamar Jackson this week, right? And Where I, are they? Yeah. They, they want to know. You better yeah. have an 8 and a 29 in your in your equipment there. They do. And a lot of times you'll see them point to each other like, all right, you got it. The motion's coming to your side. Yeah. You got it. I'll just stay here and I'll go this side or I'll, go, I'll drop back and, you know, you know, cover the middle third and you go from that side dude they, they're interchangeable so nicely and they both blitz so well they're thumpers yeah man. they blitz so well man they get there you know they get there if they don't get there they're gonna get a hit on the quarterback you know legal hits on quarterbacks man and you start hitting those guys man they, they start to feel it man old adage man it's a cliche you hit the whole, you hit the quarterback and the whole team feels it man and we're starting to starting to get there man starting to get there and guys are starting to make some plays and, uh, man, it's been fun to watch those guys in the secondary. You love to hear that. Also, you don't close out a game with those two long drives without some semblance of a running game. And the average wasn't great today, but they did hit the big plays when they had to have them. So, Miles Gaskin, first off, 23 rushes, 89 yards, just 3.9 yards per carry. But, again, that 20-yard rush on second and 14 right before the Matt Collins play, that's a massive play in this game. Just one for seven receiving, but, again, a huge touchdown. So, he has a couple of really big plays in this game. How about Duke Johnson for the Canes fans out there? Four for 18, gets a call-up to the active roster, makes a, his Dolphins debut here. And then Patrick Laird, guys, I know you guys love that catch, that catch down on the goal line. He broke <laughs> two tackles where he had, no, he had no chance at a first down, and he breaks a pair of tackles for a big play to get a first down right before the wild touchdown. So those are a couple more of mine. The running game just got things cranking today a little bit better than usual. like to see that. Anything else you guys want to talk about there? No, I, I think I that's enough honorable mention game balls to give out. I mean, everybody can't get a game ball, can you, Jim? Like, well, yeah. I mean, these, these days, the these days you can, man. Not at this level, though. Not at this level. Level, Maybe right? the Kobe beef meatball gets a game ball, too, from Saturday night. I don't know. Two we'll game balls. Two game balls yeah, for that. And some ricotta cheese. <laughs> get your new Volvo with Gunther Plus at Gunther Volvo Cars, Delray Beach, or online at GuntherVolvo.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from MetLife, Dolphins 24, Jets 17. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. 
Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much, much more only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. We have a week 11 action to get to, an action, a slate to get to. Give me the music. Let's go ahead and fire up the out-of-town scoreboard. It has been a weird few weeks in the National Football League. As upsets are running rampant across the league. The week began on Thursday with a 25-0 blanking of the Falcons by the New England Patriots. You hate to see that. The Colts ramp the bill today 41-15 in Buffalo. The Ravens, without Lamar Jackson, beat Chicago 16-13. And the Browns, didn't see this one until just now, eke out a victory over the winless Lions, 13-10 in Cleveland there. The Houston Texans have their second win of the season and their first after an eight-game losing streak over the previously top of the AFC Tennessee Titans. 22-13, there's Titans fall to 8-3. The Vikings get a last-minute field goal to beat the Packers, 34-31. The Eagles, 40 points over the Saints, 29 in that one for a big win for Philadelphia. The Washington football team, Ron Rivera gets his revenge over his former employer, 27-21 over the Dolphins' next-week opponent, the Carolina Panthers. The 49ers get their second straight win over the Jacksonville Jaguars, 30-10. The current scoreboard right now, the Bengals up 10-6 on Las Vegas midway through the third. The Chiefs and Cowboys are approaching halftime. Kansas City up 16-3 in that one. And the Cardinals and Seahawks are, in fact, at halftime, 13-6 there with Kyler Murray, I believe, back in the action. No, it's not Kyler Murray. It's Colt McCoy. So there you go. That's your out-of-town scoreboard. We have one more segment coming your way here. We're going to talk about next week as well as the podcast network. For now, get your new Volvo with Gunther Plus at Gunther Volvo Cars, Coconut Creek, or online at GuntherVolvoCars.net. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from MetLife Stadium, Dolphins 24, Jets 17. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network. So much to the delight of Seth Level, we're going to go ahead and turn the page here and get on to Panthers week next week back home at Hard Rock Stadium. First right. of all, fellas, keep your eyes downfield, Juice. We're home for like four <laughs> weeks. We have three home games and a bye week sandwiched in between there. What better place to be than South Florida in November and December? I'm so excited about that. Get me back home for a few Dolphins games and hopefully continue the streak rolling on here. But, guys, the Panthers lost today to fall sub-500. So that could be kind of a, a downer for their season as they were expecting to get a victory over Ron Rivera, their former head coach. 27-21, they fall in that one. So the Panthers fall to 5-6. and six. But, Juice, I think the big story here for the Dolphins in this game is Cameron Newton, Cameron Newton, Cam Newton started the game <laughs> 21 for 27, 189 passing yards, two through the air touchdowns. He rushed 10 for 46. Does his return back to Carolina make you more nervous? Do you think maybe he hasn't had enough time with that offense? Where do you come down on Cam Newton starting this game at Hard Rock next week? Well, I mean, Cam Newton's a former, what, all-pro quarterback, yes. man, but he's not the same guy that he was. I, I like the fact that he's coming into a new offense, you know, a week or two into it, and hopefully he's not as sharp as he'd like to be. Uh, you know, but guys that are veteran quarterbacks, they come in and pretty, they do a pretty good job of picking up systems. Um, I, 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 I like the opportunity we're going to get in the secondary against Cam Newton. I think he's going to take a few shots. I think he's, you know, obviously he's hard to get down, but if we come with our exotic blitzes that we come with, That's what I, I, was think, I think say. it's going to be so much fun to see yep. what our young pups can do against that big old dog, you know what I mean? And so, uh, I mean, it's going to be fun to watch. Cam's always a problem, though. I mean, size alone was, was a problem with it for us last year. Uh, he's still got the strong arm. Hopefully we get him thinking a lot within a new system, and that will, you know, hopefully uh, give us some opportunities. But I'm always excited to play against the best. When we, got, we got some guys that are out there that are hungry. A defense is playing pretty well right now. So it's going to be fun to see. And look, Cam's got a he, he's got a chip on his shoulder, clearly. I mean, he twice has been out of a job and felt like that he wasn't wanted. I, we saw him on the I Am Athlete podcast say, I know I'm not you know, worse than 32 guys. Right. And, and, but he, he was a problem at the beginning of last year, Juice. But it was really with his legs that he was a problem. And I think we saw against Baltimore that this team has figured out how to play running court. Well, let me say they have a plan to play against yeah, running right. quarterbacks. They have to do it consistently. Obviously, a little bit of a, di a different type of dynamic athlete at this stage of Cameron's career compared to what you get with Lamar Jackson. But, you know, we were not sending those two young safeties the way uh, they are now the last time they saw Cam Newton, Cameron Newton, as uh, Travis likes to call him. <laughs> so I, I, um, I don't want to say disregard the fact because, as you said, this, I mean, this is a guy that led a team to a Super Bowl, was, right. was an MVP. But um, 
I'm not as concerned as I would have been uh, maybe last year at this time. I'm glad they got two cracks at him last year because that first game, the Patriots ran rough shot on the Dolphins in the running game, and Cam was a big part of that. But the second time around, they got things corrected. 17 for 27, 209 passing yards, no touchdowns, no picks, but just three carries for 23 yards. So they kind of had an answer to him last year. Obviously different team, different season, completely different situations, but you kind of get an idea for what Cam's going to bring. He's going to line up on that goal line juice. They're going to run short quarterback Short yardage quarterback runs. They're going to run zone read. And I think the biggest part of this game is going to be Christian McCaffrey. That's what that I was guy go, is man. so amazing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 17 touches today, so man. And, you know, he's so dynamic with the football. That's going to be our biggest concern. Our game plan this week will be versus number 22. You know, Cam's going to be part of it, but we got to stop Christian McCaffrey somehow, some way, and it's going to take a couple of guys to be able to do it. So if we got to put, you know, Holland or Byron Jones or, or Brandon Jones on the you know on the on the running back we might have to do that but that might take away some of our blitzing. Um, I know we like to put Bake in there, but sometimes Bake is a little bit of a mismatch against certain backs. That might be one of them. So we'll see. You know, whatever side Christian lines up on, I'm sure we can bring press from the other side. Another guy will play man to man. You know, and different things like that. They'll mix it up. They'll have a game plan, but. Holding Christian McCaffrey is the number one goal of our defense next week. That guy has missed so many games in his career, and I, I never want anyone to get injured. But it just it's our luck that he's, of course, back and healthy and looking like his, his sharp old self because, like you said, he's one of the most explosive players in the game. And that defense, too, guys, Derek Brown, Brian Burns, those are two of the best up front, especially Burns. Dolphins are going to have to have an answer off the tackle position to block that guy because he can beat you from either side. Any pass rush moves, hey, Who the heck power. is Chin? Who is Chin? Jeremy Chin is their second-year safety who basically is Derwin Jim's James Light, he plays all over the formation. 13 He's tackles phenom- this game. There you go. He's phenomenal. Shaq Thompson has had a breakout year this year at linebacker. They added Stephon Gilmore a few weeks back. I don't know if J.C. Horn is back. I don't think he is, but if he is, that defense is loaded, guys. So the Dolphins' offense is going to have to find a way to pick things back up next week. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to have to. You know, defense hopefully keeps us in, but Dolphins are going to have to move the ball, score some points. Um, you know, that's thing about us, we're back at home, man, yes. sleeping in our own beds, you know, with our own fans. You know, Carolina, I don't know, it, it, it'll probably feel a lot more like a home game for us. For one, we're on a three-game win streak, so that makes everybody at home feel a lot better about themselves. Carolina fans, a lot of them were Dolphin fans, you know what I mean? So we'll see if, how well they travel down to South Florida. But it should be a nice home cook, you know, home cooking for us, a good weekend after, you know, Thanksgiving meals and stuff. I think our boys will feel pretty good about themselves. But Hopefully not too good. That's what I'm about to say. Don't sleep on these guys, I don't man. think Coach Flores yeah, is going to It won't happen. They're still getting the, you know, we're 0-0 right now. We're 0-0 right now and trying to get the 1-0 by Sunday. Uh, the reason I'm laughing is because I just wrote down a note for myself. I'm going to throw it to you, Seth, and I was going to say, remember after the Houston game <laughs> when I said, if we can find a way to beat oh, Baltimore. Don't do it. And they did beat Baltimore, and then they, they beat did. the Jets. I think this Panthers game has kind of that same weight to it. If you can find a way to get the Panthers, you get the New York teams after that. We're Travis, not looking that far ahead. We're just focused on the Panthers right now, Travis. Four and seven, we have one game. We're trying to. It's a it's a one game season right now. That's isn't it. it Juice? That's it. Every single one of those are critical. I, I want to go break these young guys in. Well, I want to go undefeated in week twelve. I want to go undefeated in week thirteen, okay. and I want to go undefeated in week. But you got to go undefeated in week twelve first. And a bye week coming up too. Bye week is uh, that one you can look ahead to. If you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> some, well, some good eating on that bye week. <laughs> there definitely is. Well, hey, the favorite, the favorite part of the week in the network, right, was the off day. So we're, we're looking forward to the <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Percentage-wise, but not unanimously. Speaking of Thanksgiving, guys, we have a few more minutes here. We're, we're going to talk about the podcast network this week. What do you guys got planned? You got some, some family coming down or anything like that? Uh, so I don't have any family coming into town. We'll probably do something small with the fam. But then the next day, uh, my daughter Tolly is in a cheerleading, a Pop Warner yes. cheerleading regional uh, tournament. Let's go. So Let's go, yeah. Tolly. Let's yeah, go. I'm looking for that. Yeah, absolutely. We do have a few people coming in town, and we always have, seem like ever since I've played, some guys that live in town that don't have family, you know, that uh, live here. So we'll have a couple stragglers come over to the house and eat up all the food. Juice stuff, always Can I be one? Folks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't have any plans? Actually, uh, well, my brother's coming down. Okay, you can bring him. Okay, that's Sold. a great, great, yeah. great segue because my brother keeps asking me, so you guys might, I don't, you wouldn't know this, but I basically converted him from the Seahawks back in like 2005, right nice before work. the Seahawks got really good, well right? I, I was, was kind of rough on him to do that, but he loves this team now, and so he's, he's been asking me all week, I told him about like seeing JT out here, and he's like, can I meet him? Can you, can you give me a meeting with Jason Taylor? <laughs> Probably he, not, but you can meet OJ McDuffie. You can meet OJ McDuffie, so we'll, we'll, have, we'll hook him different up with that. Different color jackets, man. It's a different color jackets, bro. <laughs> Still two Dolphins legends, all we care about around here. So that's Thanksgiving coming up. I can't wait. Just so you guys know, ahead of time, the Drive Time podcast, we're going to cut two shows out this week. Going to take a little bit of time off to relax with the family. We will be back for the post uh, after this. I'm going to record the podcast for the recap for this game. We'll do the All-22 for Tuesday, and then Wednesday will be the game preview for Panthers 
Chargers and Dolphins next Sunday, and then we're off Thursday and Friday, so keep your eyes on that. I think the media availabilities are going to be a little bit off this week as well as far as kind of pulling some guys back, so just kind of keep your eye on the content calendar. going to change a little bit, but this week in the fish tank on Tuesday, you've been talking this episode up a lot, Seth. Well, sure. So there's no days off in the fish tank, Travis. It's just the way we get things done. Once a week, bro. School guy, no days <laughs> off. It is once a week. That's a fair point. I, I can't even. What that man does daily is, is impressive. I can't even front on that. But you know, all jokes aside, Bernie Kosar. So OJ pulls off one of the great gets in Bernie Kosar, and he dove in. We just interviewed him last week. I, I had to get the episode done and edited before we came out here to New York. And I am so excited for this episode. Unbelievable research by OJ. I didn't even have to do the research this week. Juice was so excited as a Cleveland guy yes, to sir. get Juice picked up Bernie and brought him to the interview. So let me tell you how, how, how invested he was in this. <laughs> and Bernie was fabulous. I had no idea. I, I shouldn't say I had no idea, but you just don't, in, unless you reflect upon it and do something like this. You talk about a guy who just this. I'll just start you with this one. Two things, Travis. One, since we're leaving this stadium, the clock play. Yep. Everybody know, loves the clock play. Dan Marino, throw, right? The fake spike and 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 hits Mark Ingram to just stick a knife in the Jets' heart and twist it, which is fantastic. Most people know he gives it credit to Bernie Kosar for coming up with that play, and we talked about it. But Bernie said that play had been created like eight years earlier, and the story is phenomenal. And the fact that this guy's career, the coaches that he played under, Howard Schnellenberger it's in college, crazy. Marty Schottenheimer, Bill Belichick, Jimmy Johnson, Don Shula. Phenomenal stories yeah. from start to finish. Bernie was spectacular. It's a can't-miss episode. I'm looking forward to it. You guys talked about it. Joe Rose talked about some some Bernie Kosar stories on the on the bus ride over yeah, we here. Probably as well. didn't get those. <laughs> those probably didn't make the podcast. <laughs> those ones will not make it in, but we can all cherish them for ourselves. Before we get out of here today, guys, we have about four minutes left. What was your favorite part of the weekend? I think the, the victory today speaks for itself, so let's go ahead and remove that from the equation. But yeah. did you have a favorite part of the weekend, OJ? I, I, yeah, I did. I really did, man. What I mean, what a great trip in general, man. And, and thanks to the Dolphins, the Dolphins for bringing us out, for here. Bringing yeah. us out here, Absolutely. man. And, you know, getting to um, hang out with everybody at Slattery's last night. It was pumped last night. You could tell they are going to be fired up for the game today. And then getting a the chance to go out there for the MetLife takeover. There was like 1,100 Dolphins just, just in that one section. But then you look throughout the stadium, you see pockets of Aquan Everywhere. Orange over here, more pockets over there. It kind of felt like, you know, sometimes we get a home game. Doesn't right. feel like a home game. But you couldn't tell who was, uh, who was home and who was away today. When we scored, it was loud. When they scored, it was loud, man. It was just nice to – Finally be able to come to the MetLife takeover, you know, and watch what these people do, man. Because what Igor and Michelle have done over yes. there, yes. second to yeah, none, the Dolphin man. Dolphin NYC yeah. crew. Their Dolphins NYC are unbelievable, man. And then, it's, and then you get the chance to perform with Solo D, you know, our, our, how, our, how our first that? ever live performance. When we went live song. and Big Seth was over there. Big Seth knew more lyrics than anybody. <laughs> Seth, you had a great photo on the, the official team uh, oh, role. There's God. a great photo of you in there. <laughs> yeah, that, that photo definitely said one too many Kobe beef meatballs <laughs> in it. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That was fun. It was a little awkward. We certainly let, we let uh, Solo D take the lead on that. You guys Smart. are right, man. Thanks to the Miami Dolphins, to Jason Jenkins, and everybody who, who helped get us out here. Our transportation. Oh, I man. mean, we had the Dolphins broad. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous. Not only jealous, but those guys were hitching rides. Bumming rides. (laughs) You guys leaving yet? Bumming rides for us, which was fantastic. The social team, I could not hit send quick quick enough without getting a retweet, a repost from from Stewart and the rest of the Dolphins social team. So uh, just amazing what this Miami Dolphins uh, organization does to get content out to their fan base and to go to another city and see the love and passion for this team that we love. And, and how they're just rabid and yeah. passionate. And to go to Slattery's, yeah. it was spectacular all the way around. And all that would have been great but spoiled oh if they goodness. came out here and laid an egg. But they didn't. And, and the Dolphins played, I don't want to say a great game, but great enough. Look, four and seven, if you just look at it, doesn't look great, guys. But when you're one and seven, then you go three in a row. I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. And, right. And, you know, and so that's all that matters. Keep, keep the winning What about you, Travis? What about you? you? Well, you know – I gotta just say, I it know was it wasn't sitting in the stands for the game. That <laughs> no, wasn't that's that didn't part. happen, right? Well, you guys mentioned the transportation. I actually enjoyed the drive last night, just kind of looking at the buildings and whatnot. That was cool. Yeah. But you, you talk about the people we met this weekend. How good do you feel about yourself after all that? I mean, I can't tell you how many people came to me and said, like, I've been listening to you since day yeah. one. And yeah. I just, man, it, it warmed my heart. And even even the guy that came out after the, the 
place was closing down. We were leaving. He comes out, and his girlfriend says, I have to listen to you every morning. I'm so sick of hearing your voice. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Travis got mad love juice. I can't tell you how many people came up to me and said, can I take a picture with Travis? I'm like, why don't you go ask him? <laughs> well, and I always pass no. him off on to Juice because they're like, hey, can I get your autograph? I'm like, you don't want my autograph. Go, go talk, Man, to, the one guy, talk to OJ. The well-deserved love that OJ got was very special. That was awesome I to thought see one guy thought he was working for me, man. He kept bringing people over. I said, bro, don't, I don't, you, I'm good. I'm good over <laughs> here, man. Don't worry about it, you know? It was, it was cool, though, man. What was fun for me was seeing some of the young people that were here that listen to all the podcasts as well. Yep. You know, yep. and we can tell that there were some parents that are passing down this fandom to their kids no and generations because, you know, a lot of these kids hadn't had a lot to cheer about. Now they're starting to get more to cheer about. And uh, for somebody that, you know, look, I retired 20 years ago. For somebody to come up and say, man, you're my dad or my grandfather's favorite player. Awesome, and you're becoming man. my, that's, man, that was pretty cool. You know what that, I mean? That's you, the you know best. what? I, and I don't know if you saw this moment, Travis, and I, and I know we got to get out of here. But as we were leaving the MetLife takeover today, and it was tough getting Juice out of there. He And he, God, yeah. he signed so many autographs. It was really special. But there was a father playing catch with his two boys. And he goes, O.J. McDuffie, he goes, this is a legend right here. That's and he so was telling awesome. his sons, and they got all excited. And then they played catch for about three or four tosses, and that was super they cool. They got some good arms? They caught the ball well. They did. They did. You, you know, my arm, though, is sick, man. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? My arm is sick. You had that Albert Wilson touchdown on lock. <laughs> if that was you out there throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> one, one last shout-out before we get out of here, guys. The guys on the grill, they, those guys were grilling up burgers and oh hot dogs the entire morning, and they fed us, and we waited in line for a long time, but that's because there was so many people. So they had to cook all those, all that food. Phenomenal work from everyone all around. You guys mentioned Eagle Let and them know that if you're up in there, you're down in South Florida or anywhere and down there, man, make it a point to get up here for yep, the MetLife 100%. takeover. It really is worth it, man. It's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, man, and, you know, we're always going to hate the Jets. That's just the way it is, and I'm telling you, man, they do a great job. Yeah, you're missing out if you don't come up here at least one time in your lifetime. That's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks to our executive producer and booth producer, Alejandro Solana, our studio producers, Robert Grieper and Matthew Wilson, our radio booth engineer was Stephen J. Gray, our post-game engineer, Steph the Specialist, was not here, but he's in the script, so I'm going to say his name. For O.J. <laughs> McDuffie and Steph Levitt, I am Travis Wingfield. The final score of today's game, Dolphins 24, Jets 17. That's three in a row, baby. Dolphins football is going to be back on the air next Sunday. Miami will be at Hard Rock Stadium to take on the Carolina Panthers. Kickoff at 1 p.m., and our network broadcast will begin at 11 a.m. This has been the Miami Dolphins post-game show on the Miami Dolphins radio network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.